make a consumer-based product that solves a pretty big problem to a really massive audience. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hey, welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast. And this particular edition, we want to look at how you can sell your brand, your business online, what you must do, what to do, what is it all about, digital acquisition and all. I have the expert with me here and I'm really excited and ready to learn a lot from this particular edition because you know your company might be next to be acquired or sell. My guest today is Jock Portal. Jock, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show. Thanks, Bernard. Pleasure to be here. Jock, you are the CEO of Digital Assets. The name even says all. Delve deeper into Digital Assets before we exit. Sure. So we essentially help entrepreneurs find a buyer when they want to sell their company. So yeah, that's that's the basic premise of our business. So we have a network of you know, buyers. Um, we have you know avenues that we can help companies find a buyer, and you know we help entrepreneurs in that process. Okay, now a little bit more about uh, Jock S. How you got into digital assets, your company. How you started your business online? Your success story, we want to call it that way, to inspire us along the way. Maybe somebody's looking up to you uh, to uh, want to do what Jock is doing on 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 the international on doing internet business. Your challenges, your struggles, your journey. Let's hear from you. I started out uh, working in the family business. I had a knack or a good skill set for. Uh, buying and selling things. So, you know, I used to buy furniture and resell it and do all that good stuff. So I developed that skill when I was at a young age and then got, uh, got into the learning about the internet and marketing and sales, etc. when I started a personal training business. You know, sort of learnt the whole aspect of you know business and marketing through that, and that that led me to to learning about online marketing in general and building websites and SEO and all that good stuff. And then I started doing that type of work for small businesses, um, and then uh, that led me into acquiring my first online business, and then. Uh, I did that a few times and then started Digital Exits kind of from, you know, it's just a natural progression in terms of where I ended up. So that's kind of like the short version of the journey. Mm-hmm. How was the acquisition of your first online company like? Did you hit and run or did you make it? Or how did you go for your very first acquisition? I did very well. I uh, made my probably maybe nearly doubled my money um, in a very short time period. I did spend quite a long time 
doing research. Like it took me about nine months worth of research before I found the right uh, the right deal. You know, I did the groundwork before to make it a success. Now I wasn't, you know, I wasn't buying a million dollar business, but you know, every actually everything that I have touched in terms of what I've acquired has been a you know a success. So I guess you know, in that respect, I'm yeah good at what I do. Okay, now joke. Let's let's uh, get into the whole idea of buying business or brands, getting their companies being acquired. Yeah, every now and then there are news of people, companies making billions of dollars, millions of dollars online. What goes into company acquisition? To make an example, you can reference to, we look at a brand or business like uh, Amazon acquiring Washington Post. Excellence, the business value, what, uh, what goes into that? So a business inherently is valued by its future cash flows, and what that means is um, the buyer of the business is ex- expecting that a business is going to make money or cash in the future, and they acquire a business based on that premise. So like Amazon buying the Washington Post, for example, first and foremost is you know Amazon spent so the, I reckon the reason that Amazon bought the Washington Post first and foremost is, you know, a return on investment. So, you know, they paid $250 million. The business is probably making, I don't know, $10 million a year or something. So, yeah, first and foremost, it's all about return on investment. And then there might be some other, like, synergistic or uh, intangible value that uh, that they might get from the deal. So... You know, for example, there might be some type of media benefit for Amazon for buying the post, or something of that kind. So those those are kind of the me- the the reasons that you know that acquisition or transaction happened. Okay, now looking at uh, businesses like that, in, in relation to some online businesses or special domain names, you no know, people buy domain names and treat it for business. So uh, they look at the future names. Okay, maybe I want to get got the brands of Jock. So I purchase JockPortal.com or what are extensions of, of future companies they think maybe a company like Amazon or maybe the Huffington Post may want to purchase. And looking at that, what goes in just a domain or is the content of the of the site or the business model behind it? These are the three aspects I'm looking at too. Uh, why would someone buy a brand? So. The whole point about branding is defensibility. And what I mean by defensibility is, um, let's take Gillette razors as a big razor brand. Now, the reason that, uh, Gillette has survived so long, cause, you know, everyone can make a razor. Um, uh, everyone can make a razor. Everyone can get their own product to sh- to ship except the brand around the product gives it a defensible position. So if you take categories like, I don't know, food in the US, you know, Walmart might be like a big shopping or supermarket brand. So the reason that people buy brands is defensibility of the business, so it's going to be around in the future. And then if we look at like personal brands and domain names, um, Domain names are the same. Like if you bought the brand, 
I know Facebook.com. Like people know Facebook to be a social networking site. And then if we go to personal brands like, you know, jockpurdle.com, the reason that someone would buy purdle.com is then for personal branding. So maybe Neil Patel um, is a great uh, example of someone that uses personal branding to grow his business. That's a... Um, that's an element of using a personal brand to grow your business. You know, you're using your personal brand to, you know, sell products and do, you know, consulting and that good stuff. So yeah, that's that's my my answer to your question. Okay, now let's look. How do you, a company or brand begin to prepare their business model for acquisition? So, like, on a site like rebrandlive.com, where it was an online digital brand, how do I prepare this for a future purchase or a future acquisition or future focus of selling this business model online? What are the steps? What are the posts? What are the things that one need to consider or have in mind for that? Sure. Uh, if you've got a business that's growing, selling it during the growth phase is going to make it make a lot more money. So, let's let's preface with that. And then what you need to do to prepare it for sale, I'd say make sure that you know everything's clean, meaning like getting all your financials and documentation together, having um, employment contracts and you know, making sure the staff are going to stay around when you sell the business, uh, making sure that's easily transferable. And what I mean by that is you know, there's no legal restrictions on the business, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing stopping transferring the assets to the new owner. So that was, uh, those would be the main things uh, to focus on. Mm, yeah, okay. So maybe you might not want to mention the, the the recent acquisition or sale that you did for any company, but what informed you, do you personally, to help your company purchase that or acquire that for the other buyer to sell that company? Maybe you can give us some typical. You might not want to mention their brands or their business names, but you can share some few things that's looking at to that. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm just going to give you the generic process um, from start to finish. So the first thing that a seller wants to know is what's their business worth, and so uh, we start off with evaluation, and then if they're happy with that, we start to gather the documentation to develop what's called a prospectus. And that's a document that basically outlines, um, you know, what a business is, how it makes money, where does it get its traffic from, how does it make sales, what are those sales, you know, frequently asked questions about the business. It's just basically the, you know, it's a real detailed overview of how the business works, you know, opportunities, growth, all that good stuff. And so once that document is uh, we go out and start selling the business to buyers. So we'd release the prospectus to our database. We'd, um, you know, use classified sites to find buyers. We'd do co-brokering. So basically, you know, we're trying to find an, a buyer to get an offer. So the first offer is called what's called a letter of intent. So a letter of intent is essentially, you know, you saying that you want to purchase you know, the, this particular business, let's say it's a, uh, you know, e-commerce store that sells hats. 
So you want to purchase that site. You would put an offer in that says, you know, I want to pay $1 million for hats, the hats e-commerce store. And so the seller then either accepts or rejects that offer. If they accept it, uh, you start what's called due diligence. So that's basically the buyer verifying all the claims that you made as the seller is correct. During due diligence, they're going to look at like bank statements, financial statements, talk to staff, suppliers, all that good stuff. Uh, if they pass due diligence, they'll make a final offer uh, for the business and then it's kind of you know like contract time. You put together a sales contract, then you generally use an escrow service um, to manage the funds transfer. So the buyer moves the funds into the escrow, then uh, the seller transfers all the assets to the buyer and then once that's all confirmed, the escrow releases the funds to the seller and then generally a training period starts and that training period is where the seller explains and teaches the buyer you know how the business works operations introduces to key staff you know all of the above that sounds like a lot of work to be done before the process is finally uh, it is a lot of work and it does take months uh, and things can go wrong and, you know, all of the above. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of steps in the process and it's quite complicated. Mm, so, so at this moment, if anybody listening as a business, as a brand is looking at, at selling uh, as a company, uh, what is the first point in, in contacting digital assets? What, what, what should you do now? On hearing you at this moment, I think my company, brand business online, may be worth a certain amount. I know digital assets help brands or business to do that. What's the first process I need to do? Right. Sure. If they just go to digitalexits.com and uh, fill out our appraisal form, then that's going to get them in contact with us, and then uh, that's going to get them in contact with us. Uh, yeah, we'll start the process. Okay, so the first thing is to fill up appraisal form from your website, then you you contact them for the other proceedings. Correct. To there. Look, I want you to give us about five or six points or actionable things for one to need to know to help prepare his business or brand online for sale or acquisition. Five key things take home. What do we need to do? Sell when growing. Have all your documents in place. Have good systems and processes with the business. Make sure that your team is um, going to stay around after the business sells and make sure that your books and financials are in uh, good order for the seller, for the buyer. Okay. So with this, we are ready to go with these steps. Do you have any document that can guide uh, listeners, audience to prepare before contacting you on the process to also keep in mind that future I'm really going to get to job to help me sell this aquaman business personally I will do that I certainly do um, <clears throat> if you go to our blog so digitalexus.com forward slash blog uh, a whole lot of information uh, on that blog about the buying and selling process there's also a couple of really um, in-depth guides on buying selling and valuation so they're three separate guides. Um, 
We've also got a couple of reports that you can download on the site, uh, and we've also got a podcast that people can listen to. Um, so all of those resources should give you plenty enough information, plenty enough information about the buying and, and uh, selling process. Yeah, great. Before you go, I would always want to ask, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world? Well, my billion-dollar advice. Make a consumer-based product that solves a pretty big problem to a really massive audience. Let's have that again. So I said, make a consumer-based product that solves a massive problem to a large number of people. Good take home there. Yeah, thank you so much, Jock Patel. Where can one get in touch with you as a person and your business and the things that you have to offer? Uh, DigitalExits.com is my business site, and then I also blog at jockpertle.com as well. Yeah, great. I want to recommend my books on Amazon for you today. Visit Amazon.com and get access to all my 15-plus books today. I recommend the latest book on personal branding, that is Rebrand, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Branding. Get one today and grab a copy for someone else. That is Rebrand. The best is yours.